0: Extra Lambo from the South Hill Podcast Studios right here in Spokane, Washington. How is everybody doing? We are coming to you live, as I just said, from the studio, but I have a special guest with me here today. None other than my best friend, Brooks Kling. How are you doing, buddy? I'm I'm good, brother. Thanks for uh, having me over. How was the drive from Moses Lake over? Uh, pretty uneventful. You know, it's just a straight road and,
1: um, you know, it's not bad.
0: Straight load. I thought you were gonna t- talk a little bit longer, so I took a drink. Oh, hey, no worries, brother. Yeah,
1: no, the roads are good, and you know it's not winter time yet, so I uh, don't yet. have to worry about slick roads. And but uh, I tell you, you, can feel the temperature man, it, change. It got cold today, didn't it? Oh man, I go from shorts to a sweater and and sweats in a hurry. And so. then fifteen
0: minutes later, pull off pull off the sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. Uh, We're like, man, maybe we got the (laughs) Rona. We got the Rona. (laughs) Hot flashes, then freezing, then hot flashes. Yep, it's fall. Fuck that shit. Yep, I'm not a big fan, but I definitely enjoy uh, the wintertime, that's for sure. No, I enjoy the summertime. Yeah. I've never been a big winter guy at all. And I grew up in Montana where winters were winter. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you gotta have winter hobbies, you know. And so, you know, you know, I coach hockey, and I love to ice skate, mm-hmm. and ice ski and snowboard, and and also do a lot of fly fishing, you know, in the wintertime. So it's it's a good time.
0: Do you wish you would have played hockey growing up? Oh, God. Because I mean, you play out there now, and you skate out there, and I believe you've done some open, you know. Beer league nights. Yeah,
1: I play with some men uh, on men's league, and, uh, yeah, they kind of uh, lured me in. They're like, hey, you can skate pretty good. Come, come <laughs> on out, skate. brother. You ever shoot a puck? Yeah, no, they. You know, I play baseball. But, uh, yeah, they're like, come on out. You're going to be just as good as everybody else. And, uh, and of course, I show up in the locker room, and these guys are all with a Canadian accent. Well, hell's good, eh? eh? Yeah, eh? And they're all like 6'4". You got so, your boots on, eh? Oh, your yeah. sweater? Yeah, I was humbled in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> it's the big difference between ice skating and then when you have a puck a stick and then you have a bunch of six foot five guys skating at you at full speed that are better than you. So
0: it was humbling. I don't remember who was telling me this story. I want to say it was my buddy, Jamie. No, 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 I'm sorry. It was my buddy, Tony Graham. And he was uh, a lot younger than he is now, but he was at this open skate thing and they were doing this, you know, beer league hockey night, whatever it was, but he was just there and there was this little fucking punk kid just circling around everybody and yeah. stealing the puck from everybody and then yeah. slap shot a shot in. And, you know, and they'd be like, all right, we're going to hit this kid. We're going to, we're going to knock him down a peg. Yeah. So everybody'd be going for him and he'd just, dude, dude, you know, and then giggle like Jerry Gomez away from him, right? Yeah. Turns out the kid is Tyler Johnson. Who's Tyler Johnson? Tyler Johnson is the guy that played for the Spokane Chiefs that played for the Tampa Bay. Yeah, I wanted to say Devil Rays, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, yeah, Stanley you're, Cup winner. So that's who that was. Is this little this little kid was Tyler Johnson?
1: You're not getting those guys no. at all. Yeah, no. it's the name of the game is skate, uh, and also uh, you know situational awareness. You know, just mean having the the field of vision. You know, and knowing where everybody's at, even when your back's to them. So it takes time, and those guys they've put in the time.
0: What is what is beer league hockey? Like, compared to beer league softball. Is uh, it is it, like, you get in beer league softball, and, and how why I bring this up is they'll just go out there just because, oh, the office put a team together. Yeah. I would assume if you're playing hockey, you have to kind of have an idea of what you're doing because you have to know how to skate, for one. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not going to get on the ice. But two, you have to have an idea of how to skate plus move, And shoot and all that stuff. Are they are they adequate hockey players? Most of them, or is it this is their first time on the ice? Kind of give us a rundown.
1: You know, it's a a little bit of both. You know, it's uh, you know, first of all, there's uh, you know, in beer league softball, you know, you're drinking beer while you're playing, and the wives are there. not in, in beer league hockey. The wives do not go. They're not going to come watch you play when it's 20 <laughs> degrees outside. You're like, "Oh hell, no." You might get the one uh, you know, wife that I don't I don't know. It's usually the girlfriend that's kind of, you know, trying to be the wife and they're 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 there, but uh sometimes like one or two of them, but uh um it's uh you know, you have your Jerry Gomez, you know. Uh I guess caliber, you know, players for hockey where you know, you have that one guy that drops the bombs at skates, and he, he literally can skate and score uh, at will, and then you have everybody else. And then everybody and, else. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and so I'm kind of like everybody else. Um, but, I, you know, like coaching uh, peewee hockey, you know, that's actually really helped uh, my game uh, just because I'm practicing with the kids. I'm literally learning with the kids. I, you know, research these drills, and then, uh, you know, I'm practicing with them and doing it and trying to show them. And so – That's really stepped up my hockey uh, IQ, I guess. Being out there,
0: it's gotta it's gotta mean a little bit more. It's gotta mean a little bit more. You out on the skate itself, and then you being able to show them how to do a drill. Um, I've had that several times where I was coaching my teams, and I don't think that the guys believed that I could actually play. I'm just some old fuddy-duddy, right? When I'm out there coaching, yeah, but once I get out there on the field, I can move around and get the hips just right to turn the double play from the shortstop position. Or, you know, on a on a bunt play, you've got that slow roller that you pick up with your bare hand, and, you know, you're teaching them how to just yeah, give that, that little flick. flick. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you, you can play. I said, yeah. I said, "That I, I kind of can, yes. Yeah, so I'm not just a pretty <laughs> face there, brother. I got some skills, man. I've been doing this before you were bored. So then, and I always get the, well, you should come hit with us. You should hit I said I'm not hitting with you kids out there. I would, I would hit the ball at you and it would go through and leave a six inch hole coming I'll out the other side. Yeah. It would kill you. It would kill you. So art, it was the parents versus the kids for my sons. They had uh, I think they, they called it due to rain. So, but all the, they had some kids show up from both teams. So like, well, let's just do parents versus kids. And Brandon's like, you should have jumped out there. You should have jumped out there. I'm like, no. I said no, I shouldn't have. They're no. gonna they. The last time those people swung a bat was probably in high school. Yeah. Mine was three hours ago. Yeah. And I'm drilling the ball through the cage, so I'm not gonna go out there and wipe out some seven ten year old kid. Yeah. That does. I mean, you couldn't fun. even hit left handed. You'd still no. be hitting the balls. Over, no. So.
1: <laughs> but you know, it would be fun. Uh, you know, if, if no one died, you'd be like, all right, you know. This is, what, this is what the old man's got.
0: This is what the old man's got. Yeah. Um, why I, I asked you to come over, I mean, you were coming over anyway, but asked to do a podcast with was because you believe in the red pill theory as well. Um, lots of trials, lots of tribulations kind of led to this, this theory that you have as well. Um, lifestyle beliefs that you have and... But it's made you who you are today. The failures of your past always leads to your success. Without failures, you do not have a have a successful future. Tell us what the red pill philosophy means to you, and kind of how did you kind of come upon it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, You know, I'd say uh, you know most guys uh, they're plugged in, you know, to the system. They're a blue pill. You know, uh, it usually takes a like usually like trauma, you know, like they're, you know, they're plugged in, they believe, you know, sugar and spice, everything nice, you know, happy wife, happy life. And they live that life, you know, for a long time. And, you know, they, you know, they really do try to please their women and, you know, be a good man. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're banging Chad from freaking The Office or Tyrone or whatever else they find out. And, you know, their whole world kind of shatters a little bit. And, you know, mine's you know, stories not all that different of that. I guess I'd say a little bit. And so, you know, I guess through the process of self exploration, trying to figure out what where you went wrong, you know, you get on some YouTube videos, you know, how to be a better man. And uh, I would say that's kind of when I came up on it. And so, you know, the red pill to me, um, you know, it's it's definitely not a woman hating kind of thing. It's more of like, you know, where did I go wrong? And uh, you know, you know, I think where I went wrong is. You know, i didn't put myself first i didn't uh advance as a man i was you know i was just kind of you know just again a happy wife happy life get home you know what's for dinner nothing oh, okay i'll make dinner you know and you know and so i'd say you know for me you know i was talking to someone earlier and i was just like you know just about becoming physically strong emotionally strong and financially strong and in that quest you know you you know, I mean, if you're a student of life, you uh, you seek out information, and, you know, I'd say the red pill and, uh, you know, this kind of philosophy kind of just found me, and, uh, yeah, I'd say I, rec- I recognize some of my failures, where, you know, where I was and where I'm at, and And, you know, I've always had, I'd say in baseball and and sports, you know, I always had my heroes, you know, guys that I wanted to be, you know, and, and they're strong men, you know, they, they had principles, but they were strong physically, strong emotionally, you know, spiritually. And so I'd say, you know, that was kind of, you know, the start of my quest. Yeah. And so I've been on it for a couple of years now.
0: The one thing that I've I've preached the last you know four episodes I guess is that this is not a, a bashing women show no. uh, uh you know put women down and it's to raise the males up our our males in today have gotten very soft yeah it is it is astounding to me and and it and it, it, it even from our leadership up top in government soft men. Oh, man. And Joe Rogan put it best the other day: "Is soft men lead to soft times? Mm-hmm. Hard men lead to strong you know st- lead well strong hard times lead to strong men. Create, but then it it kind of cycles right. Once right. you get too hard." it's got a pendulum back down so but at, right now we're in the soft our men these days are just soft they'd rather play video games they'd mm-hmm. rather you know well whatever whatever wife he needs i'll i'll just do it for her i'll just you know sit like a like a porch dog and you know whatever she tells me to do look at our country right now yeah because of soft men our country is in the position that it is mm-hmm. because eh whatever i'll just take whatever they give me yeah, I there's know. no, there's no leadership. There's no backbone. There's no, mm-hmm. you know, there's no questioning authority. There's none of that, and it comes from having soft men in leadership positions.
1: For sure, you know our grand our grandfathers were very strong men. You know, they literally survived, uh, you know, the uh, Cold War and and the Depression. For God's sakes, you know, like these these were men's men, and you know, in that process, they created you know strong strong boys but uh, by that time you know life was a little bit safer it's more peaceful you know we kind of went through the hard times and you know these strong men you know they came home and they raised their sons and you know I would say maybe in that process while they were gone and away you know the the wives and women you know they stepped up and raised the the young kids and boys and You know, a woman can't raise a son like a man can. And so, you know, and of course, you know, since the feminism and the women's, you know, movement type stuff, you know, you know, we've really tried to accommodate, you know, we recognize women's rights are important and we recognize, you know, women should vote and all these other kind of things. And, you know, and then as I'd say women have came into office, you know, they put in policies and. Um, you know, just a, a way of thinking that, you know, kind of has empowered women. But, you know, over the years, it's gone from empowering women to um, making men weak. And, you know, we've, we've kind of bowed, you know, to their honor. And we've, you know, we've kind of forgot the things that, you know, really made America great, which was, you know, strong masculine men and good virtuous and supportive females and you know a man will literally walk through fire for a good woman Mm -hmm. and uh you know i'd say over the years they've kind of taken advantage of that and they've, they've lost sight of of you know what makes them happy too because women today aren't happy they're not happy with actually these weak men no you know that's why you know they'll settle down with a weak man because they want someone that's agreeable and they'll do what they say but again they're banging the strong chad and tyrone behind their back that know.
0: relationship is not lasting very long not very long um i found this video i hope it can play so let's let's see what it does Well, oh, there's that old expression that hard times make hard men Hard men make easy times, easy times make soft men, soft men make hard times. And that is, I hope that goes across there. Um, if not, we'll have to edit that. But, um, it it, that's exactly right. I mean, you've got to be a warrior, and and you, and it's not you're out there fighting everybody, that's not what that means. It means you need to take control of your camp, your family, your home, take control of your home, be that leader be that leader for your children be that that um, that i don't know what what's the word i'm looking for that foundation that your family can grow and build upon absolutely a strong woman standing next to a strong man is what a, is what the american family was built upon yeah. people did not come over to this country from other countries and be soft no, they hit the ground with their boots on and went to work, mm-hmm. came home, did what they needed to for their family, and then, you know, the family grew. But those, those times, I mean, with the, with the generation that we have coming up, it's, I mean, I, I press upon my daughter all the time. You've got to work for what you get. Mm-hmm. It, nothing is handed to you. Mm-hmm. You know, the what's the line in Rocky? The, the world does not hand anything to you, or the world does not meet you halfway. You have to go out, and you have to get everything for yourself. And I don't think that these kids these days, these, this, I don't know, what are they called now? The, we're we're Gen X, but they're Gen Z, or is there another thing after Gen Z?
1: Well, you had the Millennials, and then, you know, I don't know what the newest ones. I just call them Powder Puff, you know, or whatever, but they're definitely. uh, Soft. Very soft, Yeah. You know, a lot of them are you know raised by uh, single mothers. You know, we've seen a breakdown in the family home, and you know, I'm, I'm not perfect by any means. I've had two divorces, you know, but uh, I, I've tried to be there as a as a strong you know male role, mm-hmm. mo- role model for my two boys and my daughter, and so you know, well, I'm, not
0: just that, you're a strong role model for the teams that you coach as well. I mean, even still today, I have I see kids that I've coached. They'll come right up. How you doing, sir? Good. You no, know, good to see you. Yeah. But that's what's established from day one. You know, you've got to be that figure that they can look up to if that if that presence is not there. Mm-hmm. As a coach, I remember I, you know, Coach Kurtabaugh. Coach and he's not with us any longer. But that man I would run through a fucking wall for. Coach Hager, I would run through a wall for because they were that strong male presence that you know, is needed in, in those types of roles.
1: I, yeah, I totally agree. I, you know, I had strong coaches growing up, uh, you know, coach Domit, who is, you know, one of the greatest influences in my life. You know, he was a very strong, uh, godly man. Um, but when he walked, you knew that this guy was, you know, like he was just a, you know, like a God, you know I mean? Not that, uh, he tried to put himself in that position, but you know, um, uh, for me, you know, he was, the you know, the man that I wanted to be, you know, he was a family man, strong man. When he spoke, he spoke with purpose. He was, he was kind, but you knew he was strong. And so, um, you know, I I owe so much to that guy, actually. You know, my dad, he was a, you know, very strong, masculine man. Um, You know, he, uh, he had his times when he was younger, kind of, you know, finding himself and whatever. But, you know, he, he always stuck up you know, for me and for what was right. And, you know, he, he was in construction. And so, you know, he said F word a lot. And if this and that smoked cigarettes, had a, I was a man, he was a man, man. I was just like, dude, that's, you know, that guy's a straight up man. And then coach Nomi, you know, he, you know, he was also a man, um, you know, with, uh, you know, different principles, different upbringing and, you know, and so I revered them both equally in, in, in their own ways. And so, you know, definitely I, I feel very blessed to have had that kind of, uh, role models growing up that
0: that was my dad as well you know strong work ethic um, a man's man you know hunter fisher Mm -hmm. um my granddad would work sun up to sundown that he was a had a dairy farm at some point in his life as well um he probably fixed the coffin that he was being laid into before and said no this isn't right and he's probably fixed that damn thing before he finally laid to rest But he worked up until the day he died. I mean, he tried doing something. And that, between my dad, my granddad, um, my other granddad, my dad's dad, he died when I was three. So I never really knew him except for uh, through pictures and stories. But he was a worker as well. And that's, you know, you you, you did your job to provide for your family. And if anything, and I've told this story before, my dad was always somebody that I tried to outwork. And even still to this day, I can't do it, and he laughs at me because he knows I can't. But I try, mm-hmm. I try. That's but it was always just trying to get that that recognition, that validation, that you know that, that a boy son, or you know, nice try or whatever. But him him actually meaning good try, son. That not the yeah, good try, son. You didn't get me this time. Maybe next time. You know that it was. I always tried out working my dad, yeah. and it was. You know, that was where I learned, I got my work ethic from. I mean, now I'm, you know, now I'm working, you know, 50 hour a week job, single dad of, you know, two kids with me now, but three total, three different podcasts, house to run, you know, and whatever else I can do for anybody else. I mean, that's, it's a lot, but it doesn't slow me down any. And that's just kind of how I was raised. Just to go, 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 go.
1: Yeah, I think we were raised, uh, you know, before we had so much entertainment. Um, you know, we didn't have, you know, Netflix and we didn't have YouTube and TikTok and Facebook and blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, our social network was outside, you know, and we, you know, we, we we sought the, you know, company of, of men, you know, people in our, you know, age group that were into the same things. And, you know, I imagine your childhood was a lot like mine where, you know, Saturday morning we were getting up and we were knocking on doors and we were going out playing football and we were playing baseball and, you know, getting into trouble a little bit. You know, there is a tribal kind of aspect, you know, where we don't have today. People don't go outside. They don't know their neighbors. They don't, you know, really get out there and do it. You know, you didn't have that rite of passage of men, you know, where, you know, you go out there and play home run derby. Who is, you know, who's the alpha? Who's this and that, you know, competing for, you know, who's the best now, you know, it's this, you know, participation award. Everyone's equal, you know, and it's like, well, that's actually not, you know, true, you know, like we're created equal by God, but what we do in our free time is really what defines us.
0: Yeah. I think participation trophies, that's the worst thing that has ever happened to society. My son's 11, playing soccer. Um, the official. They're doing twelve U, thirteen U soccer. I think it's twelve U soccer. Um, the official keeps score, but I don't think we keep score. And I'm and I was like, why are we not? Why are we not keeping? We're fucking. My kid's eleven years old. Why are we not keeping score? Why do we not have a winner or a loser? And it it, just, it blows my mind. It blow, and I think that leads to the softness of men growing up. Oh, absolutely. You know, you have to you have to fail. You
1: know, growing up, you know, I, I think that we're, you know, so concerned, you know, with the emotional state of our kids, you know, and we don't want them to fail, you know, take last and whatever else or be, you know, recognize that, you know, we didn't do so well, you know, but that builds character, you know, like, trust me, if you don't think you're going to be competing for your job uh, as you get older, if you're going to be competing for your own wife, um, you know, like that takes grit, you know, I mean, and so, you know, when it comes to relationships, comes to your work whatever else, there is an absolute hierarchy, and people follow that, whether they want to believe it or not, and, you know, and so, you know, if you take away, you know, that competition, uh, and that pursuit of being the best that you can be, I mean, you can't compare yourself to other people, like, you, you know, you're 6'4", freaking ginormous, you know, freaking man, you know, like, there's no way that I can compete with, with you when it comes to, you know, baseball, and how far I can hit it, and all that kind of stuff, but that doesn't stop me from, one being your best friend, you know, and, and having this envy or jealousy or that kind of stuff. Like I support you. You're you know, you're a freaking great man. You know, but that means that I have to compare myself to who I was yesterday. And, you know, that you know I mean just putting in effort. You know, you, you can't just roll over and give up and think, you know, like things are, are gonna work out really well for you.
0: So, you know. I was I was listening to the the Brett Boone podcast and it goes right along with what you just said. The Brett Boone podcast had Matt Hasselbeck on it today. And when he came over to the Seahawks from Green Bay, he still thought of himself as, uh, or no, he didn't think of himself. Um, he thought Coach Holm, Holmgren thought of him as that that fourth string, the the practice squad quarterback. And one of the, and he, I believe, I thought he said it was it was Trent Dilfer that said, "Look, we are all one one unit. It's not about." us competing against each other. He's like, it's against, it's us competing against everybody else. And right when he said that was what you said, we're not competing against everybody else. We're competing to who we were yesterday. Mm -hmm. That is how you make yourself a better man is by being better than you were yesterday, being a better husband, being a better boyfriend, being a better father, being a better worker, being a better friend, being better than you were yesterday. And, taking that red pill aspect to you know and applying that to your life to get in the in the in the um, in the frame that you want to build your future upon and that's that right that, that's a that's really the only thing that I heard when he said those words where you've got to be better than you were yesterday to be better for tomorrow. Plain and simple. I mean, that's 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 the red pill philosophy right there. Yep. Being better than you were yesterday so that you're better for tomorrow.
1: Yeah, if you can, you know, I mean, just, man, small increments, man. Just try to be 1% better. And if you can't be 1% better every day, then, you know, be 1% better every week. And so if you, you know, if you go that philosophy, you know, there's 52 weeks in a year. And so if you go 1% a week better you're going to be 52% better next year and, you know, 110%, you know, 4%, you know, better the year after. And so, you know, if you just look at your life and just like, okay, let's do small increments, you know, like, no, you don't have to read that book in one sitting, maybe just read 10 pages. Um, You know, and and so, you know, I think that we're so, you know, especially now kids, you know, they're so – afraid of failure. They're so afraid of not measuring up. And, you know, they don't recognize that it's the small things that actually lead to big changes over time. And so, you know, just do something, you know, do 10 pushups a day. Maybe next week you can do 15 you know whatever else and you're gonna find out in you know years' time that you got some muscle bro and you know and, and it's just you know against what you do with your free time it's how how you you know feed your mind and the content that you put in it and so you know to an extent you just you really have to you know force yourself to develop these habits
0: as, as a man i need I need better knowledge I need I, I and I and I'm and I'm terrible at learning through books. I, I hated going to class and just reading a book and then taking a test. I didn't learn that way. I learned by graphics. I learned by seeing the you know the, the chalkboard or the overhead projector, if you remember those. I do, or you know the the field trips. And, and, my, and that might have come from my dad. I wish my dad would have been a little bit better at this. My dad, and everybody's gonna laugh because they know how my dad is. My dad will go to show you something and then he'll just do it and go, that's how it's done. Okay. Well, I didn't learn how to do it or my hands weren't on it, but I was able to watch. And then I was able to, you know, and the next time, let's say I do it, I'll probably fumble my way through it. But that third time I've got it. Yeah. I know how to do whatever that it was, you know, change a fan belt, do a starter, put new brakes on the truck, you know, whatever. And it was it, it's the failure the how long it took you the first time the second time I've got it the yeah. third time I I know exactly what I'm doing
1: well, in medical, uh, you know, I'm a nurse, and so... You don't
0: get that luxury of going, fuck, I fucked up that heart, I'll get the next one. Well, that's
1: why you want a good cardiologist, <laughs> or that's all he does, and he makes a lot of money. So, uh, yeah, but in the medical field, you know, our uh, teaching philosophy is you watch one, do one, and then you teach one. And it's actually in the teaching uh, uh, phase is when it all actually all comes together. And so I, I would recommend that, uh, you know, people, you know, follow that philosophy, you know, watch it being done, then do it, and then teach it. Um, and so I think if people follow that kind of, uh, you know, learning process, they might actually, you know, they're going to get somewhere.
0: We, uh, we are going to get to the show, um, but first I want to do, uh, do a little promotion for Lake City Spa uh, it's right in the downtown, heart of downtown Coeur d'Alene. Get with Casey Boyle, call her, text her, message her. Um, She's got a daily service along with a membership for microdermabrasions, high frequency, and microcurrent facials. Uh, she's got hour-long uh, relaxing and beneficial facials for just $45. If you have skin issues or care to be pampered by a professional, contact Casey Boyle, 208-215-6912. And she is also on Facebook. If you want to reach out to her that way, yeah. As you know, I have been doing these red pill shows. I've been getting information off of Reddit. Uh, eventually, the goal is to um, attach the YouTube videos to get the the um, I guess the TikToks or the YouTube videos or you know whatever else of of women complaining about men and basically it's not about the man it's about you it's about the, the female on the other end and what she's doing wrong what is what are the traits that you keep looking for doing those doing those kind of videos as well or the instead of doing the reddits and reading through these it's it's there in video form that's the next step mm-hmm. um, when, I'm, when i'm ready to do that but reddit has uh basically relationship advice is where I was where I get all of my information from. Some of the stories are good. Some of them are, you know, they're just ridiculous. They're, they're kid, yeah, they're absolutely ridiculous stuff. Right. One of them is is you know uh, my boyfriend of nineteen. He stole my gaming password. You know how do I'm like that I'm not I'm not reading that. Yeah, so. we're talking big boy stuff. This yeah. is yeah, but they have that in the, this is like major for their relationship, which which you've got to remember back in that time your life is a lot simpler. That password for your video game console, that's a big deal when you're 19. So, I've got to, you know, and, and and I and I have caught myself kind of downplaying that. I was like, Oh, that's stupid. Why is that even on here? But then you've got to remember, you know, my daughter's 15, something that you might look back and your son's 18. You look back at, at at that time in your life, something as little as I lost a CD. I lost Alan Jackson's Chattahoochee CD. I I need, I, where, what did I do with it? I've got to find that CD, which me now I'm like, I'm just going to go to the store. I'm going to buy a new one. It's really not that big of a deal. But then I want that CD. Where did it go? So you've got to remember that that back you know in those simpler times that is a that's a big deal. So for them it was a, it was a big deal. so try not to downplay it. Well young men, uh, you know, I'd say that
1: if a female gets your password to anything that's a red flag and that's pretty much a deal breaker
0: period. And so like let's just be real. Start them off early. You mm-hmm. don't give away passwords, you mm-hmm. don't give key codes. You don't share bank accounts.
1: Yeah, this is an invasion of privacy. And, you know, anyone that's willing to get into your stuff, that's just somebody that's willing to do God knows what else. So, I mean, she'll probably get your car, so you just watch out, brother.
0: I don't she's she going to be that drastic. but But I don't believe in sharing of passwords. I don't believe in sharing. And especially when a woman is not going to give you her password. She's not going to give you her bank card. She's not going to give you, you know, her... B- Netflix password. Nor, nor should
1: you accept it. I mean, again, you you take these passwords from somebody, you put yourself as a target later down the line in case some you know who knows how liberal she is with other people with her password.
0: Um, so you. Well, know, I was thinking more of it of of if she's if you're going to give her yours, she needs to give you something. There has to be a the the back and forth for yeah. it to, yeah. to, you know, to be comp- compatible. Mm-hmm. I recommend you just keep your stuff to yourself until you're married, <laughs> and, and I mean, even then, though, does does your wife? I mean, I mean, does she need to be in in your phone? Does she need to be going through your phone when you're married? Does she? I mean, but that that is a part of the red pill. That's about mm-hmm. seeing these and identifying these red mm-hmm. flags before you get to that point where you get married. You know, you don't you don't want a woman who's gonna who has to go through your shit just because it's she has to she's got a she's got that itch and she needs to scratch it that's a red flag you, that woman needs to go you don't you don't want that in your life because that just complicates your life your frame your future going forward
1: yeah i would say that you know there are some you know I, when in the marriage or engaged type scenario, you know there are times you know when I think it it's important that someone is capable of getting into your phone because that's where a lot of our data is and all that kind of stuff. Um, but what you want is the type of person that has the ability to get
0: into it but they never do but they never do exactly and 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 i was going to say that too but but i was allowing you your your 15 seconds My two cents yeah (laughs) and there it is or your your two cents yeah don't give them a reason
1: to but you know what when you are married i you know i do believe that uh you know complete access to your phone um you know should be out there on the table but you know you just shouldn't be the type of person that gives them a reason to you know ever be snooping and of course if you don't give a person a reason to be snooping and they're snooping Big red flag.
0: Yeah, well, and it's it goes the other way as well. If she's gonna go, you know, she went and looked for a, a password that you have in your phone. That you know, let's say you're you're you write down all of your passwords. It's on your phone. She's looking for it, stumbles across something. She wouldn't intentionally go in there, but let's say you do the same thing on your end. You grab her phone to go. Hey, I need the password for you know the Disney Plus account, and she freaks the fuck out that's a red flag. That's, I mean, that's something that you should figure out before you get married. There should be give and take. What is it? You were just in my phone and I didn't have a problem with it, but I grabbed your phone to get the Disney plus account password. And well, that's you're because, freaking out. that's because her Facebook is blowing up behind your back.
1: Cause there's a bunch of uh, thirsty beta males Always. and simps and you know, these little white knights that just can't wait for your shit to, you know, fall apart and then they're going to be in there. So, um, you know, if you ask to see her phone and she starts getting weird, that's, uh, That's probably when you actually should be looking through their phone type stuff. But, uh, you know, if you're a male and you're dating an attractive female, you just know there's going to be, you know, guys trying to, you know, slide into their DMs. And so... Oh, yeah. uh, Just these
0: thirsty fucking cockroach men who you know, you're, you're dating a girl, you're married to a girl. These cockroach fucking men are just, just diving in, just waiting for their shot so that they can beta fucking male themselves. Right. I can be better than that. I can do that for you. I'm, you know, just so, it's scum. And just these scum. dudes, they
1: will wait for years uh, for
0: your oh. shit to fall apart. And
1: so, um, you know, again, you know, I mean, obviously I don't want a woman controlling my friends and, you know, it's not our place to be controlling their friends. Um, but, you know, I, you know, I think that's the cases where you want to get a good person, a good woman where, you know, you, uh, you, you, just, you do trust them. You have to trust them, you know, um, but you know, do your vet them
0: properly, boys. And that's you, you it. said it right. If you have any, any attractive partner, she's, you know, um, if, if she's a good woman, she's everything that you're looking for, your best friend, all that stuff. Other males are going to see this and they're just one one shot away from, you know... Yeah. getting into her pants too so and a good woman you know she's gonna get those dms and they're gonna be blowing up
1: um but how you can trust delete. that they're a good woman they delete, delete it or you know they just never respond
0: yeah uh nor but, should she i mean no. she shouldn't even be looking and no. reading them it should just it shouldn't be, even delete. be opened it delete. shouldn't even
1: be opened you know like if she has a list there because she doesn't want to be shady and like i don't i don't want to delete things i'm not mm-hmm. going to be you know that's one thing but you know she shouldn't even be opening them you know you can see you know the cliff notes just based on you know you know how it is you see it you see the first, you know, you know who sent the mm-hmm. message and, and you know, a few words. They shouldn't even be opening, and neither should you be, you know, as well. So, you know, you, you got to be a good man, and, you know, I would uh, expect that
0: you hold her to that level as well. So the Reddit article that we have here is uh, I, which is a 20-year-old 20, 20 female, just got out of a very toxic LTR, long-term relationship, uh, a few weeks ago. I was sad at first, of course. But soon I felt free and empowered, so I downloaded Tinder. Of course you did. You realized that there is more than just that boyfriend that you had. There's Chad, there's Steve, there's Tony. I'm going to bang them all. I'm going to get on, because you don't get on Tinder just for, um, this is where I'm going to find the love of my life.
1: You know, I'm, I mean, I kind of, I, I agree, but I also disagree. Because you know what, I mean, to an extent, you know, I think uh, whenever you're single and you're you know you're single want to mingle a little bit, um, You know, I mean, who's to say what is in a person's heart type stuff? Um, But I've been on Tinder myself. Um, But, uh, you know, you can meet some pretty good people, and I have as well. Um, And so, you know, when it comes to women on Tinder, trust me, they're getting – a thousand freaking oh, likes, so many likes, so many. And you know, I I've talked to some women. And they're like, dude, I don't even, I can't even keep up with it, so I don't. And uh, you know, that's
0: any dating dating mm-hmm. app, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and you know, we've got we've got mutual friends. They're they're single as well. They go through the apps and they're like these girls. They just don't even they don't even look at my message. Said I said you've got to remember that the top eighty percent of women are going after the top twenty percent of men. That leaves the eighty percent of men going after the twenty percent of women. A woman's hypergamy is she's always going to do better. So she might message you. You might message her. She might message you back. But yet she's got her ranking. Oh. You know, if, if if you know Chad's two th- three levels ahead of you and he writes her, you just got ghosted.
1: Oh, absolutely. And you so have to you've got
0: to understand that. You've got to expect that to happen. And that's where you've got to separate yourself from the pack from these. The the problem is a woman is always going to level herself up two levels. A man usually goes down two levels. So that guy might be a six, but he's thinking he's a five or a four. If she's a six, by God, she's an eight. And you and I both know women who will go, I'm a ten. Mm-hmm. I'm a ten. Oh. No, no, you're not. You don't have a job. You're living on a couch at your at your best friend's house. You're 150 pounds overweight. You have a drinking problem. You are not a 10. Yeah. And then they're like, I want a man that's six feet tall with a
1: six pack and make six figures. And he has to love my children. it, It is freaking hilarious because you know, the man that they're looking for, you know, he he's, he's definitely on to better pastures for sure.
0: Yeah. But that's what they go for. So then they get on, you know, they'll get on TikToks of oh, where are all these good men out? Where are all the yeah. good men? Men are trash. Go, go to your inbox. There, you put them all in the friend zone. You put them in a nice little box over there. If they were smart, they're not there anymore. If they're smart, as soon as you ghost them, you don't talk to them. You they give you know you give them the oh hey you, you're gone. See ya. I'm not. I don't have time for that. Yeah, that's something that we learn later with the red pill, though. Yeah, you know when
1: we're you know plugged in and beta tied and all that kind of stuff we we will pursue these women that you know are you know beautiful and whatever else and we don't quite recognize the female nature at that point
0: i think is what it is is you you're hoping it's not that you're like maybe it was maybe it was something maybe her grandma really did go to the hospital yeah covid Mm -hmm. covid right yeah so maybe maybe that this is the exception yeah, and then, it, no, nah, it's not. Guys, if she's not inviting you out, she's out with somebody else. You just have to assume that, plain and simple. I, exactly. Um, I have a male friend I dated in the past, and things didn't work out. We had been hinting at wanting to be, he has been hinting he wanted to be with me again, and I kept dodging his hints. You weren't dodging him. You were not attracted to him. You put him in the friend zone. But yet, this guy kept kept inching, kept inching, kept kept inching, and he was just waiting for his chance blue pill yep so i already know how this story is going to end and i haven't even finished it yet yeah probably not good for this guy uh we weren't they they hung out they really weren't good partners um but they made great friends so she wanted to keep it that way which is understandable to me it sounds like she made that clear she gave hints that she didn't want to be when he would have tried to advance and if she i think if she would have just come out and said, "I would just rather. I don't want to ruin our friendship. I'd rather us just be friends. I don't want to date you." Then he might have stopped. But knowing how men are, they're they're just hoping, they're so praying thirsty. for that one shot. Just thirsty, thirsty, just waiting, just waiting. Sipping right?
1: that cold water.
0: So soon she got a match on Tinder. And this person is just an amazing and great. And while we were taking things slow, I was excited to see this person and be around them. I told my male friend this and he was very upset with me because I didn't give him a chance. Man, if she is not into you, she is not going to pursue you later down the road. She has too many options. She's already made her mind up and when a woman makes her mind up, You and I both know, once that mind is made up, you're not changing it. Oh, for sure. If her mind is made up that that sky is orange, if it's green, if it's purple, and she's got her, this is fact now. It is in her mind that is fact. You're not changing it. Yeah. So she's already put you in that box. She's put you in the friend zone. You have not, there is no shot for you guys to actually be together now.
1: You know, I'll say the only so shot move on. for this guy. All right. So you got you, – if you're in the friend zone and you have burning desire for a woman but she doesn't have a back. So she's not texting back right away. She's not initiating conversation. You got to go through. Um But if you want this woman, say, in six months, I suggest you do this is you work on yourself. You get to the gym. You bulk up. You get a good haircut. You dress a little bit better. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, elevate your status financially. You know, get, a, get that better job. Uh, You roll in back into her life, you know, and all of a sudden you're just a different man. You might find yourself in a different position, but she's not going to take you as it is,
0: buddy. You better get the work. You got to do the work. Well, then she's not going for you. She's going for what you became. A woman is not going to grow with a man. They're going to sit at the finish line. They're going to pick from the winners. That's right. Uh, That is, that is fact. So what you do of how you were when you first met to then when you changed for you, that's superficial for her. That's her hypergamy. Mm. It's not how you, now you have changed. So you know where you came from to where you are now. Know that she, that she didn't hear, see the struggle. She didn't see the growth. It's, oh, look at him now. Yeah, That's a man now. Now I want to be with him. Well, why didn't you want to be with me before? I'm the same person. I just have a couple more attributes right now. Because you're not the same person, you know?
1: I mean, you're, and so you have, you just have to do the work. And, you know, they're, they don't want to grow with you. They don't want to see you struggle. You know, just like when it comes to a big, juicy hamburger, you know, they don't want to see the the cow getting butchered and all this kind of stuff. No, they just want to see that juicy hamburger with cheese and bacon and some french fries next to it, and they want to eat their meal. But they don't want to go through the process of, uh, of preparing it.
0: Mm-hmm. Nope. They just want it hot on the plate with some cheese and bacon. Oh, baby. Oh, so baby. The, the better the extras you can put
1: on your cheeseburger, uh, the more likely you're going to have a successful, uh, you know, outcome.
0: And and we all have had that. We have all had this girl that you know. And there's there's the girl that I'm still friends with today. That that's all that'll ever be now, because of the fact that I you know I, I put in my pl- my play, did my play, ran my play, and it it wasn't good. But I hung out. And right there, you know that, and you know that feeling. Like God, it, she no, she told me no. All right, I'm just gonna sit back just a little bit, and I'm gonna wait, and you know maybe oh oh I'm gonna give her a compliment. Once you start simping, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna continue on to, on on that word because I have another thing to add on. Once you start simping, you have lost who you are. You have now jumped out of your frame. You are on the outside looking back in, looking at her. She's really not gonna want you then, and that's a lesson that you have to learn in order to get better with women for the future. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, you know, don't give away free attention. Uh, I'd say that's the first thing, you know. I mean, if they text you, text them back. But, you know, what? you're never going to you're never gonna drive some, a woman away, especially a, a woman of value, away by, you know, when she opens her phone, she has 10 messages from you. It's just not going to happen, bro. No. You're going to scare her away. She's going to be like, why is this guy so aggressive? You know, obviously, I must be the best he can do or whatever else. And so, you know, if you want the girl of your dreams, you know, elevate your status and play it cool, bro.
0: The best the the best thing to understand is that when a woman is looking for validation she's looking for um, the the appeal of a man all she's got to do is throw a picture up on Instagram she'll have 150 likes red flag like. In red, three seconds. Red flag. Yeah, if you see a woman, uh, you know, check out their Facebook, uh,
1: you know, Instagram uh, status profile. You know, if they have nothing but videos of them, you know, singing to other songs and they're, in, you, know, you know, dressed provocatively or whatever else, selfies, you know, that's narcissism uh, at its greatest. And trust me, women... Are narcissists, you know, that, you know, or they certainly can be, and so
0: you know, not all women, no, 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 not all women, but, but you know, a lot of y'all,
1: uh, definitely, <laughs> and so you know what, you know, again, and that comes even when you're in a relationship. If your woman is taking selfies and there's cleavage in there, oh, dude, you put you, you're in trouble. First of all, you know, you either put it into
0: it right then and there, it might not be a bad idea just to walk away. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this read, and then I'm gonna bring up the word simp. Um, so I she told her friend he was very upset, didn't give him a chance, and while I felt horrible, I explained that I didn't want to be with him from the beginning. Okay, so she did what we had said, and I would she just wanted to be friends. I would rather just be a friend with you than be in love interest with you. He blocked her. Ooh, bad move, bro. <laughs> he, now it shows how now, crazy you are. Now you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Um was I wrong to not give him a chance? I didn't have feelings for him, so dating him would have been forced and unfair to both of us. But I, but I can't help but feel sad that he felt strong enough to cut me out of his life. For the girl, no, you are not wrong. You made your intentions very clear. He wanted a relationship. You did not. So if he still wanted to be a part of your life as a friend without the, the romantic entity, he needs to back out of that and go pursue something else that wants to be a part of your life. If she just wants to be friends, your good friends, your close friends, then stay a friend with her, but don't go beyond that line.
1: Absolutely, yeah, I would agree with that. You know, but and again, if you know if you have feelings for somebody and they don't for you, um, you know, it, it it'd be my advice that you uh, you just find other avenues and you do other things.
0: It's just a recipe for disaster for you. So the word simp. Um there's a video on TikTok, this this woman, and then now it's become this thing that all these women are starting to do, right? And TikTok has this feature where where you can somebody else is talking but you move your lips type deal. I don't I'm not TikTok famous, so I don't know yet. My daughter rolls her eyes. Yet <laughs> she giggles. Um so however that's however is that done. but this woman gets on there and she goes, if simp means that it's an honest guy, he's loyal, he's you know he's uh, the head of the house, he's gonna take care of me. I want a simp in my life. I want that simp. but that's not what a simp is. A simp is somebody who is going to who just like this girl, she made her attentions clear that she did not want a relationship. so now he's gonna take one step back. And every time she posts a picture, he's going to be right there. Every time she needs a compliment, he's right there. Every time she needs something done, oh, man, I can't, this ladder, I just can't pick it up and put it on the side. Oh, I'll be there. I'll be right there. Oh, do you need your weeds pulled? I'll pull your weeds. Oh, I can mow your lawn for you. Now that is a simp. She, you have done nothing. She has done nothing for you, and you have started giving her everything. You have. She has done nothing for your guys' relationship i.e. friend or, or romantic, but you have given her free validation with her putting in no work for it. That is a simp. It is not the honesty, the loyalty. That's a relationship. That's in the friend zone. If you want that guy, go to the friend zone. Go to your inbox. All of those guys that you passed over so that you could find Chad, you could find Steve, you could find Tony those guys are who you're looking for, and you passed over this list of 50 guys. Mm-hmm. That's where you need to look. So what does that tell us? Is A woman doesn't want a simp.
1: Straight up. Straight know? up. If you're attracted to a woman and she posts a picture and it's, you know, a, a, an attractive one, my recommendation, if you even want any chance with this woman, is I wouldn't even like it. You just scroll on past. Don't give her any free attention until she starts messaging you and texting you then you can push a like but i wouldn't even do a love i you know again you know alpha males don't do that men with purpose they don't, they don't waste their time they certainly don't give
0: away free attention the the point of you you respecting yourself is she needs to and i'm and i'm going to get bad 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 garb here you she needs to give you attention before you give her attention She needs to want you before you want her. She needs to put in some effort before you put in effort. She needs to enter your frame before you enter her frame. That's, I mean, that's, that's how, that's how, not, that's not just a red pill. That's how being a man is because you shouldn't be focused on what can I do for her? What can I do for her? What can I do for her? until you're in a relationship and then it's how can we grow together? It's not me doing everything for you. It's how can we do things for each other? And then you grow. It's not about how much can I do for her to get her on my team? Mm -hmm. It's not what it's about guys. Mm -hmm. I agree. What it is about is dry fly. Get down, get down, get your bourbon, your vodka, your whiskey, your canned cocktails, head out to the river and throw some flies on the water And don't forget that downtown Spokane right now, they have a new location. Get down there with their full menu, their full bar, plus they have a tasting room. Terry and the staff down there are doing a great job. Bring up the show. Maybe they'll throw you a little love, but get those canned cocktails. They came out with a brand new line. Uh, The Huckleberry canned cocktail is amazing, and you will love it. Dry Fly Distilleries, downtown Spokane. Yeah, it's good stuff.
2: Cut out a piece of me and now I bleed internally, left it without you.
0: The song. It says it. You can't make a wife. You can't make a wife out of a hoe. That's true. And I and I and I believe that. I believe a woman's past reflects what her future is. And women. I mean, how, how did you put it? You, you're going to uh, say that a lot better.
1: Uh, you know, I, I'd say that if you're a man, you should be very uh, aware and concerned about her past. Um, you know, and uh, I'd say that women tend to be less concerned about a man's past but more concerned about their future and and the path that they're on
0: because their past they don't care about your past to grow into your future correct they want to know what your future is what is it how do how am i going to benefit from your future that's what a woman is going to go to
1: well you know and to an extent you know again like we were talking about you know um you know how they got their meal type stuff you know a wise man doesn't get wise by uh, just showing up being wise you know you have to go through it a little bit Um, you know you 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 gain wisdom through failure um, and, and that's where you know they're really interested in on the path that you're on and you know to an extent you know women and men, you know, or people, whatever, you know, they love a comeback, you know, someone who's, you know, had rough times, but they've grown and they've become strong and didn't break them, you know, that shows a sign of resilience, uh, to an extent. And, you know, I think women Mm -hmm. are attracted to that. Um, you know, when, as far as fellows, you know, um, you know, be concerned about a woman's past, you know, if she's had a notch count of a hundred, um, you know, it's, probably some daddy issues there probably you know a lot of uh, you know self-esteem type issues it's hard it's hard to come out of that you know um you know tend to women who've had a significant amount of partners they tend to have a hard time bonding they have a hard. you know it's it's not it's not different but it is um to an extent and it, so, it
0: is different They'll they'll always say double standard double standard but it's it's not mm-hmm. It's yep. that, it's that, just like you said, it's that bond that you're looking for. It's that commitment that you're looking for. If she's had 10 Chads, Chad, 10, 10 Tonys, 10 Steves, and now that notch count's going up, that body count's going up, where's, where has she ever shown that she can settle down? She can be committed. She can be in a, a part of that relationship to now grow with a man with his future
1: yeah i agree
0: that's why it matters women it's not about the it's not about the count we don't care about the count it's the the track that you have now laid down of showing i can't commit to anybody Mm -hmm. as a man that's what we want we want to commit with you now again that's not every woman that's not every man but that middle ground there that's that's the important part so that's well, why, that's why your notch count counts. And, and, you know,
1: at the end of the day, you're only going to have uh, critics, I think, uh, from women who have huge notch counts, you know, they're going to be blah, blah, blah. Whatever. How dare you judge me? Exactly. But, you know, a woman who has preserved themselves uh, to the extent that they can, you know, I mean, you know, let's build. you know, they have relationships and they don't work out. And, you know, a woman, you know, 30 or 40, they probably had a few relationships, you know, um, but, you know, you, you're dating a woman who's you know popped a hundred freaking you know uh, you know notches in their in their belt. Um, you know, I, I'd be concerned about that if I were you. And so, yeah, that's just you know probably
0: where I stand on that. Is there a is there a sliding scale of notches? She's in her twenties. She's in her thirties. She's in her forties. That scale is moving. Does the notch scale move up with it? To a certain point, it does because you're you're dating in that in that you might have been married in that, but how much does that top scale the notch count scale move up to the year scale of age? Oh, I mean, it it just depends. Absolutely, I'd say a woman (laughs) does it depend on the guy.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, a guy that's been single, if he's, uh, you know, kind of on his path and he's, you know, putting in work, you know, you know, he's probably not going to have a notch count of, you know, 300 or whatever else, um. You know, to an extent. Um, And if he's damn Wilt Chamberlain, three hundred, dude, I thought he had like twenty thousand or something, like freaking ridiculous. Like, I mean, that's like two a night, dude. I don't even know how he even got any homework or freaking (laughs) uh, practice basketball done. Uh, But you know, I'd say, you know, again, a woman has a high notch count. You know, that means she's not pair bonding with any of them. She probably had her heart broken by a lot of chads. She's going to have some, you know, some psych issues a little bit. uh, You know, and I'd say that, uh, you know, just, I I just pay attention, you know, and uh, you're going to get some people that are going to probably hate on that, but you're also going to have the good girls that are like, you know what, you know, I have kind of actually um, used restraint when I probably didn't have to, Um, you know, that's probably the girl that you're going to want to pair bond with. That's probably the girl that you might want to
0: consider settling down with. Does she value herself with a high notch count? They usually do not. Uh, that's my experience, and, that, so. and and as well, I can I can agree to that as well. Um, a woman needs to find you know just like the Instagram we had brought up earlier. A woman can post an Instagram picture and get 150 likes in three seconds. She now has a, has accounted, and that goes back to daddy issues. She goes, she's with this guy. She's with this guy. She's with this guy. This guy. This guy. This guy, and that train don't stop but that's how she validates herself because now she's with this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Yeah. That's where you once you start in that process, you've got to stop and validate you've got to evaluate yourself. What am what am I doing? You know, and that's where a lot of women they'll get to that point and then they start playing victim. It's not me. It's not me. It's these guys. It's these guys. But it's not and let's just be
1: real. Women don't have to work for sex. They just basically answer their DM and they say, come on over, and boom, they get sex. So, you know, again, you know, a woman's got a high notch count. She didn't work for that. She didn't develop any skills. She just was really easy, you know, straight up. You know, if a guy has a high notch count, which I'm not saying is okay whatever else, but trust me, that dude, he's developed some skills to unlock those locks. I mean, you know, a low-value man, he is not even capable of you know let's say getting laid you know he's just he can't go to the bar and pull anything so a guy with a high notch count he probably has you know some status he's you know probably got some muscle on him a little you know he's good with you know his words he you know i mean he's he's probably put into the craft um and so he's probably developed that a little bit um but you know again a woman with a high notch count she didn't have to do anything she just answer dm said come on over and you know get
0: someone that that's it is easy you don't want to make that woman your wife that's for sure the the reason i played that song at the beginning of the segment was because of this there was a, a call in a guy was asking for advice he's engaged um to this woman and he's been they have broken up within this engagement before they were dating he found out that she had had Bedtime fun relationships with other dudes while they were dating. She apologized, said, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do this ever again. You're who I want to be with. Meanwhile, she's eyeballing Chad. She's banging Steve. She's out having coffee with Tony. And, and she got caught. I'm not going to do it anymore. I promise you're who I want to be with. They go back to being engaged, back to moving in with each other. And it happens again she no he's just a work friend he's just a work friend come turns out nope they're relationship friends they're banging each other friends and and she got caught again so again now it's well I'm sorry you know I I was you know she came up with some excuse and it just happened women it doesn't just happen you and like Brooks just said it you men have to work at getting that time in the bedroom you just have to allow it that's it you yep. don't have to work for it. You can go down, you can go into this, the into your DM, like Brooke said, and hey, I'm ready. And it's that easy. Oh, so man, don't you tell can me it at like four or five in
1: a night, <laughs> you know, like straight
0: up, you come over at five, but you got to be out here by seven
1: because my kids are coming over or whatever. Yeah. And next, you know, you come over at eight, but you got to be out here by nine because, you know, whatever else. Yeah. It's like they literally can do that. And, you know, obviously that's not the type of person that you'd want to at least have a relationship with if you're just looking to get some bedtime fun yourself. By all means, that's the
0: perfect girl to do it with. But I definitely wrap that up. They uh, then he goes into saying that they went into counseling, which counseling never works because you didn't have a problem. It wasn't a relationship problem. That was a her problem, and now you're trying to justify yourself into keeping this woman around. You can't make a housewife. You can't make a housewife out of a hoe. You can't make a hoe into a housewife. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I'd definitely say that if, you know, I I would say I'd be very firm on this, you know, like, dude, if, if you're even texting a guy or whatever in an appropriate manner, dude, just drop her. I mean, she doesn't respect you. She's not she's certainly not ending up her in, you know, or holding up her end of the bargain, you know, and, uh, you know, I would say this, guys, you know, you're the price. You know, if you're a man of high value and you've put in work and you've, you know, developed yourself, um, you know. Have some self-respect. You are the prize. Uh, the reason why they're going through all these guys because they are looking for that perfect alpha type male, whatever else that they will submit to. Um, but in the process of doing so, they really lose a lot of
0: self-esteem and self-respect. Uh, and, yes, value yourself, and then they will value as you see yourself. But if she's got 50 guys to look for or to look through, She's gonna pick out the best from those from those fifty. Distinguish yourself, separate yourself, be the be the top of that fifty. And give yourself a shot at at you know getting into her her bedtime fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, for sure. You know, be the be the best man that you can be, and you know, a top. Shelf top value guy. He really doesn't put up with any nonsense. Uh, he's uh, too busy on his purpose to waste his time with a, a woman like that. And so you really have to conduct yourself, even when it's hard. You know, I mean, you know, again, nobody likes being alone all the time or that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, if you're a man uh, on a mission and, and, you know, a high value man, you, you are spending a lot of time alone. You're spending time in the gym. You're spending a lot of time at work. You're putting in hours. You can't have a woman who. You know, is living under your roof, under the work and all of the things that you provide. Um, Just because she gets bored, she's going to start texting other people. Oh, hell no,
0: dude. Walking papers, bro. If you had a chance to tell 20-year-old Brooksy what you know now, what is one piece of advice that you would give yourself? You know, I I would actually
1: say you know don't uh, pursue relationships uh, you know early in your in your life. I'd really say pursue excellence. You know that you know that means a lot to different people. If you're an entrepreneur, develop your business. Um, you know, date casually. You know, it is important for you to you know learn how to talk and communicate and not be um, nervous around women or that kind of stuff. So you, you know that takes practice. So go out to the bars, you know, flirt, and mingle, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I really would say focus on the person you want to be in 10 years, because that's probably how long it's going to be for you to to be that person. And so, you know, I'd say, you know, I wouldn't pursue anything really um, substantial until you've kind of made it. You know, you've got your house, you got your money. Um, so when a young woman comes into your life, you already have everything she needs. It's already provided. You know, that's a woman, you know, that's a giant to a woman, you know, like someone who can truly take care of them, someone that is strong physically, emotionally, mentally, uh, and financially. Um, and so I'd say, you know, if you want to have success and, you know, not be frustrated in the market, you have a lot of competition. And so unless you're in the top, you know, that top 10%, you know, you're really going to, you're probably going to have some heartache in that time. So
0: one thing, you know, the, the question going back to me, I would tell myself to stand up for yourself, Figure out the path that you want to be on. When I got done playing baseball, that's when I had met my wife. And I was kind of lost. I didn't know what I what my purpose was. I didn't know I didn't know where I wanted to be. I was on your couch for fucking a week. Yeah, you were. So and then and then it was like I needed to do something. My brother offered me a job building houses, and that's how I ended up in Spokane, which led me to meeting my wife, the the mother of my children, and and. That, you know, I, I believe things happen for a reason and I needed to be onto your couch and that's kind of how I met her and now I have my kids. But I would have, and even, in not even taking away from her, she's a great mother. She, you know, we had, we had, you know, our ups and downs as, as being married, but I wouldn't change that. But I would be a little more focused in what I wanted to do. Um, I learned a lot being with her, being in a relationship and how it, and, and growing as a, as my, as a man, not a college kid, party life, yeah. adjusting to, to manhood. And I needed, I didn't have a path. So my advice to myself, focus on yourself, find a path, better yourself, get your sixes. I mean, I already had the height. I already had the good looks. Uh-huh. <laughs> You had it all, baby, but did it have all, the baby. 600
1: uh, <laughs> horsepower car.
0: Uh, but uh, you know, that's that's what I tell myself: focus, get a get a get a direction, and then pursue it. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of started pursuing what I wanted halfway through, and that really then it changed who I was, and it really changed our relationship because she didn't really want the same things that I wanted. Had I had that set up before I met her then she might've said, no, you're not the person who I want to be with. And, and our futures would be completely different than they are now. But if, if I would have had my, been on my path before that, it might've, it might've changed things, you know, definitely for the, for a difference in life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought the same thing. You know, I, I married my high school sweetheart. We, you know, took each other's virginity and we were, you know, actually had to, you know, a sweet thing for a long time, you know, but then as the years went on, we, definitely grew, uh, in different directions. And, you know, I'd say this is probably my failure as a man because, you know, straight up, I, I didn't know who I was and who I wanted to be at the time. And I probably made promises that I didn't know how to keep. Um, and, uh, you know, I think if I would have been more secure, more established, you know, I, I I think I would have had a more clear of a frame. And so, you know, apologies uh, Tracy sorry it didn't work out <laughs> uh, you know I mean but truly I, I have to own that I accept you know I made bad decisions and you yep. know a lot one of them is you know again i i I, I hadn't made it yet I, I had no idea who I was um, and she didn't know who she was um either you know and so you know had I been you know a stronger a stronger person and, and, a, and a you know just more on my path, I probably would have made better decisions.
0: Yeah. And, and Tiffany will say that too. It's, um, I I was always a good dad. Um, I gave my best to her, but I didn't know what the best was. You know, I didn't know. And it wasn't just giving her everything she needed, which ultimately that's what I did. I tried giving her everything and then taking away from myself to give her more in a relationship. It's not about taking away from you to build somebody up. It's about both of you building up together Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to do that. I yeah. didn't know how to. I didn't know how to do that because, I didn't. I've never been in a serious relationship to do that with. So that was that was just my growing, and me. You know, just like I had said, being on being in the right path, being in the direction I want to, understanding who I was, and at that time I didn't know.
1: Absolutely, and then also just understanding your value and what you're willing to put up with. Um, you know, again, a woman who has burning desire for a man, she will not. Do things that will cause you to be frustrated with her to an extent, or upset with her, and so you know. I'd say the the higher value you are as a man, and more you are in your frame, and and you've and you've done, the more likely you're going to have a, an outcome that. You know, you approve of you know type stuff, and so, you know, again, women want a giant; they want somebody that they look up to. You know, they women never date down; they don't date a guy that makes less than them or is less attractive to them. Their nature of getting the best, you know, and that's just in their biology. You know, they, you know, women want someone to take care of them. It's just, you know, and men want to be the caretaker. We want to take care of of, of, of another person in our family, and so you know, men. You know, don't start your family until you can actually take care of them, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. so, you know, like, make good choices. Women, same thing, you know. Like, choose a man that you respect and that you have that burning desire for and that you aren't going to be texting Chad, you know, while your your guys out there making minimum wage or whatever else, you know. And so I would say, you know, again, this is all in men. You know, women are the gatekeepers for sex. Men, we're actually the gatekeepers when it comes to relationships, you know. And so, you know, uh, a high-value man, um, trust me, she wants that relationship. And, you know, she's going to give you the sex, that's for sure, because that's her role of the Mm -hmm. gatekeeper type stuff, you know.
0: Um, But, you know, you want to make sure that before you give her the relationship that she checks your boxes. And and when you say take care of a woman, you're not saying that, you know, she's going to stop living her life and you're going to be there for her every need. She needs to... Complement your life she needs to have a job she needs to have goals she needs to have focus the burning desire for you she needs to have her shit together yeah. so not taken care of in a negative way it's just you want to be there for her help her grow and be there for her for everything that she needs and then everything that she can give to you for sure. Absolutely. You know, so, but again, you know, not a negative. Still- I just wanted to clarify that.
1: Oh yeah. But you know, again, we're, you know, it's only been the last what, 100, 200 years that we've been in the, the you know, the type of uh, lifestyle that we are, you know, before that, you know, we, we were living in caves, bro. We were doing <laughs> this and that. And so if you think a man wasn't taking care of women and the children, you uh-uh. know, I go to, kill dragon. Absolutely. You know, we're going out and getting the food. We're out, we're, you know, we're killing the beast We're you know, uh, if uh, another tribe comes around and, you know, men, whatever else are looking do harm. You know what? We took care of business. And so, you know, that's that's what we mean by hypergamy. You know, women are looking for that man that is going to make them feel secure, you know. And so, but now with social welfare and, and all the kind of things that, you know, like, you know, for the most part, women don't need the average man, if you make 50,000 or less, you're going to have a hard time on the dating market because the reality is, is if, if they have a couple of your kids and then they soak you for half of your child support and they still get social services and then they get a relationship with a higher value man, dude, they're living the good life while you're living in your freaking parents' bedroom, you know, <laughs> yeah, one of their yeah, separate bedrooms. 100%. So, uh, you know, so I'd say for a man, if you want to have a out. Come, that is fulfilling for you, dude. You better put in the work, man. You better make it worth it, worthwhile for them sticking around with your crap because you know, at the end of the day, we're not perfect and we are gonna, you know, like they're gonna be annoyed with us, you know, like they're not even gonna be happy hearing you breathe and you know, like, and sometimes when they're frustrated. So, if they can see, I can just drop this dumbass because I'm just tired of his bad habits or whatever else, and I can find a better guy. I get social services. I got the welfare. I got the, you know, the food stamps and, and, you know, low child support. Child I got support. his
0: kids. I got half
1: the house. Oh man, they're salivating, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's so, I mean, at the end of the day, if, if, you know, if you're not making, you know, the money to where it's worth it for them with, you know, to, you know, accept your failures and flaws and all that kind of stuff, you're, you're, you're just going to have a rough time in life, bro.
0: Brooksy, thank you for coming on the show, buddy. Um, it's always a pleasure. We, we talk a lot. You know, it's kind of like Albert and I, we talk for the Hotcast One Radio podcast. You and I talk a lot about this, about relationships. We went through our divorces together. Mm-hmm. We went through relationships together. We've gotten out of relationships together. And we've kind of been on the same... Wavelength. Ish, yeah, uh, same life path a little uh, bit. Yeah. You know, we've made the same mistakes a little bit. <laughs> we didn't learn from each other. It was <laughs> we got to learn this shit on our own, I guess. Yeah, I don't learn. I don't learn very easy, I guess. My dad <laughs> said you got to do things the hard way. So I don't know. I don't understand uh, you. And I have learned the hard way. That's for sure. Um, if if uh, you guys have your own, and I want to add this aspect, you know, we've been getting these. I've been getting. I see, keep saying we. Like you're the co-host. I've been getting these show the the content for the shows off of Reddit. I want to open this up. If you have some advice that you're looking for, you've got something in your relationship that you want cleaned up. If you're looking for dating help, uh, email me. Email me. The email is extralambo at gmail.com. Just send me an email. I can change the name if you want to. I can create a different situation somehow but keep the the email of the context of the email the same um that you would understand and if if that's something you need help with or you just want to blow off some steam or you want to you know anything shoot me an email extra lambo at gmail dot com i will uh you know you tell me how you want me to set it up and preface it and then i'll i'll read it on air and i'll give you my advice i'll give you what what I have learned through my forty two years and if I need to, you know, bounce it off of a my best friend and see what he thinks, then yeah, I you know, I, I won't give your details away. I won't give your names out. I won't I won't do any of that. I won't I won't embarrass you. But if you need help, shoot me an email and I'll I'll do my best to To, uh, you know, be that guy for you. Well, you know, and I'm going to also
1: add something is uh, put in the link for your uh, Facebook, Instagram, or any of that kind of stuff. Because at the end of the day, you know, we need to look at uh, your pictures. uh, Because at the end of the day, you know, we need to see how you dress, how you look. Um, You know, there's a lot to it. You know, women, again, you know, there's, you know, if you're soft or whatever else and, you know... You know, they're physical as well, mm-hmm. and so uh, this gives us an opportunity to kind of see what your content's looking like, what you look like, and, w- you know, we can give you a better uh, guidance on maybe how you can pursue the dating market
0: so it ends up in uh, better favor for you. Are you. Are you that guy that you're messaging, you know, you're in that dating app, you're messaging 20 different girls and getting no responses back? Hit me up hit us up. I'll, you know, I'll bring Brooksie back on and we'll we'll go through what you're doing and see how we can help you out. And I guarantee because I've done it with a couple of my friends already, I guarantee I'm going to help you get to at least talking to some of these girls. And it all it has to do with approach, it has to do with setup and it has to do with confidence. And if All. you're texting 20
1: women at a time waiting for a response, our first bit of advice right now is stop, stop, fucking stop, <laughs> dude. You obviously aren't even ready for what's happening. I would say go into monk mode, and you better uh, probably put off the dating uh, experience for about six months to a year and, and develop yourself, and
0: then maybe give it another try. <laughs> well, the, the problem is, is there is a plethora of mm-hmm. of women out there, so you get caught up in shooting that hi, how are you message. And they're not. They get. They have 150 of those in their box. Right. So you separate yourself, but also if you're, if you're sending messages to 20, 30 women at a time, you could be at the gym. You're a simp. you could be, you could be at the library. You could, I mean the library, you know, you could be doing something else to make yourself better. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't be, don't be doing that guys. Um, thanks again, buddy for coming on. It's Anytime. been a pleasure. Uh, we will definitely have to do this again for sure. This has been a little extra Lambo. Hit that like button. Hit that share button. Leave a review if you can on iTunes and download the show for me. This has been a little extra Lambo. Peace. See ya.